0: Have you ever wondered what was going on between the ears of your crush? Ever wondered where things are going with the guy you're dating? Are you dissatisfied with your love life? Are you happily attached but still want to improve things? If so, you have come to the right place. I am proud to share with you that your search is over. You are now listening to... What is he thinking? What is he thinking?
1: What is he thinking?
0: The Dating and Relationship Podcast for the Benefit of Women from the Perspective of Men. And now, without further ado, your host, Alexander B. Stevens.
1: You are now listening to The Authentic Male Perspective on Dating and Relationships. Season 2, episode number 18, episode number 40 overall. Let's Let's go. go. what's going on this is alexander v Stevens back in your ear canal one more time for another edition of the podcast the final edition of season two of the what is he thinking podcast here at the what is he thinking podcast we try to tell you the truth even if it's uncomfortable in order to benefit you and your love life in the future here at the what is he thinking podcast we know that probably the majority of the men in your life either were too afraid to tell you the truth because they did not want to hurt you or because they did not want you to react negatively and kill their chance of getting something out of you. We're not concerned about that here. We feel like you're mature enough to handle the truth. So we're gonna give it to you and hope that you grow and become better for it. So season two here of the podcast, we started off talking about accountability, then we quickly moved on to why you are single part one and part two. Well, this is part three. This is something that I forgot to mention earlier. And it's definitely a major reason why you could be having trouble in your love life if things are not going the way that you desire them to go. Before I get into it, if you haven't listened to episode 24 or episode 25 overall, which is the second and third episode here of season two, go ahead and check that out. I go down a laundry list of reasons why you could be single. To recap real quick, it could be an issue regarding focus. You're not focused on it or you're focused on the wrong type of man. It could be an issue with your promotion, your placement, your price, your product, and your phantom femininity, if you so happen to have phantom femininity. For more information on any of those reasons, like I said, go on ahead and check out episode 24 and 25 of the podcast. Today, what are we going to talk about as a reason why you're single or why you're not having the type of luck that you would desire to have in your love life? Well, it's because you're selfish. You're single because you're selfish. Women who look at relationships with men and think about what will this man do for her? Think about how will this man help her? How can he facilitate her dream? And that's the main way that they look at relationships. These are individuals that they could date somebody for a few months or maybe even a year. But as far as something long-term and serious, as far as marriage, not really gonna happen. If it does happen, odds are it will be toxic. If you as a woman are looking at relationships and it's about what you can get out of them, You're not thinking, or you're not looking at them in a manner of, who would I be happy and willing to help? Who would I be happy and willing to assist? Who would I be happy and willing to serve? Have an exchange of, I do this for them, they do this for me. Who would I be happy and willing to help fulfill their vision? If you're not looking at a man or relationships in that manner, odds are you're probably too selfish to be in a long-term successful relationship. And if you don't like any of those, At the very least, you need to be looking at dating, looking at relationships in the manner of, instead of what can he do for me, does he have the same goals and vision as I do long-term that we can team up and help each other out in order to achieve them? So if none of those ways that I just described is your mentality when you're out here in the dating market, that's a major problem, and it's probably the reason you're by yourself. If you're always thinking, how does this guy benefit me? How does this action benefit me? How does me doing this for him that he asked me to do, how does that benefit me? And you're never thinking, will it benefit us? Could it benefit him, which would benefit me indirectly later on? That never runs across your mind. It's always about me, 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 and you're not warming your throat up to sing. That's a problem. Good relationships are a give and take. And the best relationships really are a serving contest. Who can serve, who can help, who can improve the life of the other more, You're going back and forth and you're competing. He does XYZ for you. You do ABC for him. He comes back with one, two, three, and you hit him with a seven, eight, nine. And it's a back and forth love fest, love in action. Those are the best relationships. Not you sitting on a perch or sitting up high, looking down low, trying to find the man who will serve you the best. Who's the most willing servant. No man is interested in a relationship like that. And no man is interested in being with a woman long term that doesn't do anything for him except exist and look cute and occasionally help him out in the bedroom. If that's all you bring to the table, then you're gonna be eating dinner at that table alone. Now, there's been a change in the way that people talk about relationships, more specifically women, over the last 30 years. There's a whole bunch of partner talk. I'm looking for a partner, a life partner, a soulmate, things of that nature. First of all, soulmate. Alexander B. doesn't really believe in those. Maybe I'll do a podcast episode on that, maybe I won't. But as far as this partner type thing, yes and no. Partner kind of implies that there's a time limit on your time together. It kind of implies that y'all are on the same level and y'all are the same. And men and women are not the same. And the type of men that most women want isn't necessarily even on her level either. Women like men who are slightly better than them, let's just be honest. So if you go in thinking partnership, your mentality might be off. In my opinion, it's better to think of relationships as you're looking to join a team, you're looking to be a teammate. This is, now it's a team of three, you, him, and the one who's most high. And if you don't believe in God, then hey, you, him, and the universe or whatever you wanna say. But if you look at your dating relationship, if you look at your situation as you're looking for a team to join and you're looking to be a teammate, then maybe that will help out your mentality. Why? Because there are different positions on teams and each position had a defined, unique, different role. You do different things. we all put all of our actions together to succeed as a unit, but we're not all doing the same thing equally at the same time. Let's look at football. How many quarterbacks are on a team? How many quarterbacks are on the field at one time? There can only be one quarterback, one person that gets the snap, one person that calls the plays, on the field at the same time. If you have two quarterbacks, if your whole team is comprised of quarterbacks, you will lose, you will suck. You need somebody blocking, you need somebody running the football, you need somebody running patterns to catch passes from the quarterback if you wanna have a successful football team. So. If you're looking for an accomplished, intelligent man and one you can look up to that you're proud to have, then odds are he's gonna be the quarterback on the team that you join. So if he's the quarterback, you as the receiver or you as the running back don't need to be thinking about me, 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 my stats, what can I do? No, if you're a teammate, receivers know that on some plays they're not gonna get the pass, but they need to run their route anyway to distract the defense away from the other guy who's gonna get the pass. Some plays they need a block for the running back. It's not all about you. You do different things. You're not calling the plays. You're not throwing the pass. So you're not doing the same thing as the man. And sometimes you do things, you sacrifice yourself or you do things that on the surface might look like it's unrelated, but in reality, helps out somebody else on the team, helps them do their job better. If women could start viewing relationships as I'm on a team, that's a football example. Let me give you a basketball one. Only one person typically brings the ball up the court when they start the play. You have a main person who's the best dribbler and typically the best passer. He brings the ball from under the basket. He brings it into the offensive half of the court. He starts the play. He makes the pass to the scorers. He makes the pass to the other people in order for their offense to run smoothly. Everybody can't be the point guard. Everybody can't be the one dribbling up. Everybody can't be the one standing in the corner waiting on a three and everybody can't be sitting underneath the goal, waiting on a rebound. There's different positions, different jobs that need to be done in order to have a successful basketball team. And like I said before, if you're looking for an accomplished man, then you're looking for a point guard. He calls the plays, he brings the ball up, he initiates things, and you respond off him. Sometimes you're gonna have to screen a player for somebody else to get the pass and shoot the shot. Sometimes you're gonna have to screen a player so that the point guard can take it to the hole himself and lay it up. Regardless, I don't wanna get too deep in these sports analogies, but the point is, A, you two have different roles. B, it's not all about you. You have to sacrifice yourself for the team sometimes. C, everything that you do doesn't have a direct, immediate benefit to yourself. Sometimes the purpose of it is to benefit others. Sometimes you're serving your teammates. Sometimes you're a distraction. Sometimes you're just the helper. This is the mentality that you have to get into your brain if you wanna have a successful relationship. You're not gonna be the bride on wedding day, every day of your marriage. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta serve. The majority of the time you're gonna to have to serve and help and maybe play a background supporting role. If you wanna be the star, or if you wanna be selfish and have everything about you, then being in a healthy, long-term, serious relationship might not be in your future. If you can't find any joy in someone else having success, or you don't find joy in helping somebody reach their success or be the best that they can be, then in my opinion, that's somewhat of a character flaw. But regardless of my opinion or not, this is something that's gonna decrease the odds of you having a successful love life. If you can't be glad for your teammate, for your quarterback, for your point guard's win or gain, especially if them winning means you win, If them succeeding means you get to enjoy some of the spoils of the victory, if you can't be happy for that, then you're not really relationship material. So ladies, it's time to start re-examining your mindset and your philosophies when it comes to dating men and relationships.
0: If you're enjoying the show so far and you want to ensure that the new episodes keep coming, please go donate via Cash App at dollar sign what I Z he thinking. That's dollar sign what I Z he thinking.
1: Now I talked to my wife about this. Actually, she gave me the idea for this podcast episode because I guess I'm not going to say why. and. These are some of the things she told me. Like I said earlier, relationships are give and take. So if you're all about the take, 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 and you don't give, then you'll be by yourself. My wife told me that she notices that it seems as if a lot of women seem to give to the wrong man at some point in their dating life, whether that's college, sometime in their 20s, maybe even high school. And then, of course, when you give to the wrong man, things don't work out regardless or he doesn't benefit you by you benefiting him and things crash and burn. And then the ladies get bitter because of this one bad experience that they had earlier in their life. So then they're like, forget this giving stuff. It didn't work. Side note, this podcast and pretty much any how to help me book or any religion or whatever, we give best practices. We give you advice or ideas on what you should do to give yourself the best chance at success. Notice I said best chance at success. There's pretty much nothing that's 100% guaranteed. Everything is percentage. So if doing it this way is a 70% chance of success and doing it some other way is a 40% chance, the advice I'm gonna give you is a 70% success rate chance advice. But that still means that 30% of the time you can do everything right and it'll still blow up in your face. That doesn't mean the advice was trash, That means, hey, nothing's perfect, nothing is guaranteed. You need to find somebody else. Still use those best practices, and odds are things will work out. Anyway, going back to what my wife was talking about, these women get bitter because things didn't happen the way they wanted to happen with the guy that they served or they helped out or they were unselfish with. One time, they get bitter and they start being selfish and stingy and thinking about themselves. So when the right man comes around, they're unable to do what's required to actually get that man's attention, keep that man and convince that man that she's the woman that he should marry. So then they're stuck now between a rock and a hard place. When I was giving, it blew up in my face. And when I'm selfish, it blows up in my face. Why am I such a victim? Woe is me. And really, it shouldn't be that way. When I was talking to my wife, we also discussed Chris Rock's latest standup, which came out in 2018 or 2019. When he talks about relationships, he said relationships are kind of like moving furniture. Two people can move a couch anywhere when they're working together, but it's impossible for one person to do anything with a couch. You can't lift it anywhere. So it's the same with relationships. It takes two. If one of the two is selfish or one of the two is doing all the work, things are not gonna work. This relationship is gonna go down the drain. Another point that my wife brought to my attention that I thought was pretty interesting, is if a person, I guess we're talking about women, so let's say, if a woman is so worried about themselves, in the long run, you don't really end up getting as much as you could have got if you thought of others more or if you were more of a giver. You end up being so closed off that you miss out on the gifts, talents, and favor of others. So I think she meant by that, that stingy people and selfish people push away givers. I mean, let's look at networking when it comes to work, for example. The person who's outgoing and is willing to do favors for others is going to attract way more people and a way larger network of people who want to do favors and help out him or her when they need it. Similarly with relationships, the stingy, selfish, all about themselves person will push away the giver. And in reality, the person who's stingy and only thinks about themselves a selfish person ends up blocking their blessings when, if they're more loving, more giving, and less selfish, that there could be a lot of people or one special person in their life that will give them the world just because of how beautiful a person you are inside. Last point that me and my wife discussed regarding this subject is, when you're in a relationship, sharing ideas and sharing things help you grow as a person and helps you learn more than you would if you didn't share. This is a benefit. This helps you as an individual out greatly in the future. But if you're not a person who shares, if you're not a person who gives, then you won't get this benefit for yourself in the future. And eventually your relationship will crash and burn.
0: Hey there, are you listening on YouTube and like what you hear? If so, then why don't you smash that like button and share this episode with a friend. Not listening on YouTube? Feel free to share the episode and give us a five star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
1: But not only do selfish people have issues having successful relationships, correspondingly, lazy people also have issues. You could be single because you're lazy. Relationships are work. You're signing up to work if you're in a long term serious relationship, especially a marriage, this isn't a non stop honeymoon, non stop vacation, non stop skipping through the dandelions, skipping through the tulips, skipping through the sunflowers, holding hand in hand. No. relationship, the majority of them, are work. It takes work and effort to do for others, to do for your future kids or your current kids. It takes work and effort to change how you do certain things so that you can fit together with somebody else when y'all are living under the same roof. It takes effort, it takes work to merge lives. And if you're lazy, you're not gonna exert the effort required to do these things successfully, therefore your relationship will be trash. The things you're doing as a single person become more difficult because you're no longer a single person. You're now two or four, depending on how many people live in your house, how many people are in your family. Laundry dishes, everything's more complicated. There are things that have to get done. Now, does everybody in the house have to do the same thing to the same degree? Are we counting the dishes that the husband does versus the wife and we gotta split everything down the middle 50-50 and we're keeping score and we're... No, that is not gonna be a successful formula. And furthermore, like I was saying earlier, if you're lazy and don't wanna do the extra work, then you might need to be by yourself because relationships are work and lazy people either stay single or become single. Shortly thereafter, their partner discovers how lazy and selfish they are. And being selfish, being lazy is a mindset and some think of it as a cancer that will destroy a relationship that a relationship cannot live through or beyond no matter how much chemotherapy and radiation that you get. Some people are selfish by default because they are lazy. They only have enough energy to do what can directly benefit them in the short term. They don't have energy to do anything that could benefit somebody else, even if it would benefit them in the long term. They don't think that far into the future. So some lazy people end up seeming like they're selfish because they behave the same way a selfish person does. Anyway, I think you guys get the point. So in conclusion, If none of the reasons that I spoke of at the beginning of this season could describe why your love life isn't going the way you want it to, could describe why you're single, you know, price, placement, femininity, none of those things was the reason why you're single. It could just be this. It could be you're selfish and or you're lazy. Lazy people don't succeed in relationships. Selfish people don't get in relationships or they don't stay in relationships. If you're not known as a giving person, If you struggle making friends, keeping friends, if you're not looked at as the person that people come to to help get things done because they know you're reliable and dependable in that way, and you also are a server with a giving heart, if you don't have that type of reputation, you might be single because you're selfish and or lazy. My name is Alexander B. Stevens. This is the What Is He Thinking podcast. We hope that your tomorrow is better than your yesterday, and we'll see you next season.
0: Well, that wraps up this episode of the podcast. Alexander B. thanks you for taking time out of your day to listen to what he has to say. Hopefully, you feel the information shared today has helped you get one step closer to understanding men and one step closer to the type of relationship you have always dreamed of. If this episode spoke to you or you indeed felt that it was helpful, please share it with your friends and followers on social media and text the link to the episode to your inner circle of friends. If you have a future topic suggestion or need any clarification about anything that was shared during this episode, feel free to email the show at whatizhethinking at gmail.com or follow and DM the show on Instagram at whatizhethinking underscore podcast. Be clear and concise with your message and Mr. Stevens will do his best to accommodate you. Once again, we appreciate you lending us a listening ear and we hope your tomorrow is better than your yesterday. Enjoy the rest of your week. The podcast that is here to help you win with men. Signing off. Until we speak again.